Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. Hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Stories from the week ending December 2nd, 2023. First up from the New York Times about Sam Altman and his return to OpenAI. He focuses on what he hopes to cover with a new corporate governance structure, which has added Microsoft as a non-voting board member, and as Altman works to end the divisions that fueled his ouster the week before Thanksgiving. This is one of the most interesting corporate governance stories, frankly, we've had in a long, long time. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Our next story is um, about bribery, but perhaps some of the positive aspects of bribery. And it comes to us from Novaya Gazeta, Europe. And in it, they report Russian soldiers are increasingly using bribery to avoid combat or to be discharged after an injury. (coughs) The prices uh, have become fairly standard. A hospitalization is $10,000. A leave is $5,000. Soldiers are also paying to be transferred between fronts of $500 to $3,000. Unfortunately, what this uh, story means is the total abject corruptness of the Russian army, and how it will be doomed to failure. They can't beat Ukraine. Uh, You know, they probably can't beat Rhode Island either. So um, if you want to know about the invidiousness of corruption, this is as good an example as any. Talk about invidiousness of corruption. Uh, There was an article in the Salt Lake Tribune, another uh, contributor, who reported on the bribery Olympic scandal that rocked, or the bribery scandal rather, that rocked the Olympic movement some 25 years ago. And it, of course, was the pay-to-play at the Winter Games at Salt Lake City. This has come up again because Salt Lake City is back in play for another Winter Olympics. But uh, two decades ago, uh, bid organizers lavished top Olympic officials with over $1 million in cash, gifts, and inducements from Salt Lake City to win the Winter Games. We had um, both the head of the Salt Lake City, uh, top two leaders of the bid committee were prosecuted and on charges, um, and there were significant changes to the Olympic process based on that. Uh, Next up, uh, probably would be remiss if we didn't have a story about Elon Musk. Well, Uh, He just, his behavior gets stranger and stranger. And in a very public forum of the New York Times Deal Book annual conference, he told advertisers who disagreed with him to go F themselves. Sorry, we're a PG podcast, so we won't give the full flavor of his remarks. But 
when you tell your um, advertisers to go F themselves uh, publicly and then called out Bob Iger, uh, even, uh, or Bob, uh, meaning Bob Iger more specifically, uh, there's some serious derangement there. And it's pretty clear Musk uh, has uh, decided that uh, he's going to put Twitter in uh, the tank and the can and destroy it and try and blame it on others and become a martyr for the First Amendment. Uh, next up, uh, from the Department of Justice Office of Public Affairs, a press release about Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole Argaretia delivering a keynote at the 40th International Conference on Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. And the thing I'd like to highlight here is her discussion around data analytics and how not only is the department expanding the use of data to enhance its FCPA enforcement efforts, but this is now uh, a mandatory part of any best practices compliance program. If you do not have a data analytics capability and you find yourself with a regulator knocking, you're going to be literally in a world of hurt. So data-driven compliance is uh, becoming... Uh, if not cutting edge or best practices, it's actually moving towards table stakes. I hope you're following this. Our next story comes to us from Bloomberg, and it is the story of two uh, British citizens who are on trial. Uh, uh, the Serious Fraud Office has brought charges against them for paying bribes to the bosses of the Saudi Arabian National Guard to obtain, uh, to have the National Guard buy weapons from the United Kingdom. Jeffrey Cook a managing director of GPT, Special Project Management, and John Mason, a financial officer there on trial uh, facing bribery charges. Their defense, it was approved by the UK government. Now, given the UK government's prior actions around uh, Saudi Arabia, that might be a good defense. It's not clear how they're going to prove it. And more importantly, uh, it's not clear what the British government is going to do. But this is a serious defense over an issue that, um, frankly, uh, should have been resolved a long time ago. It's going to be interesting to see what the British government does. Next up from Forbes, you've heard of blood diamonds. Well, now they're blood renewables. So corruption and blood renewables in the Western Sahara, uh, Sahara Desert. Um, there are certainly wars for oil and corrupt deals, but now it seems that the nature of uh, crude as corrupted hearts in uh, based on Morocco's occupation of the Western Sahara Desert. Morocco has been fighting tooth and nail for this patch of desert um, against uh, natives wanting self-determination. And uh, why? Black gold, Texas tea, uh, and Total Energy have been looking for a long time to exploit this area. So now we've uh, had blood diamonds and now we have uh, blood renewables going forward. Our next story is, um, I don't know if you can have positive stories about bribery and corruption, but I, th I think this one trends towards that. And it is from the New York Times reporting on the death of William Casey, uh, a fairly unknown person today. But in the uh, 90s, William Casey operated undercover in the New York Police Department. He was a New York City police officer to uh, under, uh, uncover corruption of Dirty 30, a, uh, which ensnared one-sixth of the officers assigned to a West Harlem precinct. The scandal, often described as the largest police corruption case involving a single precinct, was uncovered by a commission on police corruption uh, 
appointed by Mayor Dinkins and headed by Milton Molin. It was prosecuted by Mary Jill White and Michael Horowitz, then with the U.S. Attorney's Office. But the real hero of this story was Casey, who went undercover and recorded his fellow police officers engaging in bribery and corruption, shakedowns, actually shooting uh, drug dealers uh, who did not pay them, and it was about as bad as it gets. All of this has been detailed extensively, and if you don't know the story, I would suggest you check it out. And our final story comes to us from the BBC, where in Indonesia, the head of the Anti-Corruption Commission has been charged with corruption. So uh, Indonesia continues uh, its role as uh, perhaps one of the most corrupt countries uh, across the globe, and now we have their anti-corruption commissioner charged with corruption. The police said there was enough evidence to link Fearley Bahuri, chairman of the Corruption Eradication Commission, to corruption of the country's agricultural ministry. Uh, Agriculture uh, corruption is a big uh, problem in Indonesia, particularly around palm oil, agricultural products. Much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review to this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family, 10 for 10. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start many shows based upon ideas from listeners. So give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network.